Are you suffering from depression? Have you heard about all the side effects of medications and are afraid to try them? Do you feel depressed, but maybe you don't think it's bad enough that you want to try taking medications? In this video, we're going to go over the seven natural ways that can help treat your depression without having to take medications. Welcome to Family Med. I'm Dr. Richardson, and this is your home for practical and accurate information to help your family make healthy decisions. This is a channel that focuses on bringing better health to your home. In this episode, we're going to be going over some simple, safe, and natural things that you can do to help treat your depression. These suggestions are most helpful when you're suffering from mild to moderate depression. They aren't meant to replace your current treatment and certainly should not be stopping any medications except under the care of your doctor. So hopefully you've been able to visit with your doctor and get a good diagnosis. If you're having severe symptoms like suicidal or homicidal thoughts, you need to be getting help right away. Talk to friends or family, your doctor, or go to the emergency room, or even call the number below, which is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Remember, there is help out there. So you've talked to your doctor and you feel that medication isn't right for you. Or maybe you're taking a medication and you're still looking for some things that you can do to decrease your reliance on them. What are your options? Well, the first non-medication option that I recommend in treating depression is something called Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, or CBT. This is something that has been widely studied and can be just as effective as medication in treating mild to moderate depression. CBT is usually done through a therapist, like a psychologist or a licensed clinical social worker. A CBT therapist helps identify negative thoughts that you are having and helps you see how they are impacting your mental health. Persistent negative thoughts can have a real impact on the chemicals of your brain like serotonin, norepinephrine, and dopamine that are in charge of your feeling of well-being. By helping us recognize our negative thoughts and develop strategies to turn those around, a good therapist is shown to be very effective in treating depression. What I've noticed though is that I frequently get a lot of hesitation with my patients to do therapy. They feel that somehow there's a negative stigma about going. What I tell them, though, is that I see it as physical therapy for the brain. When you injure your knee, you wouldn't have second thoughts about going to a physical therapist and learning exercises that help your knee get better. We wouldn't look at that person and think that they're weak. We see them as being smart and taking control of their health. It's no different going to a mental health therapist. Sometimes all you need to do is learn a few good mental exercises to work on to get your brain back in good health. So don't sell a good therapist short. They can do wonders in treating your depression. The second thing that I recommend is often a dirty word in many of our vocabularies. That's the E word, or exercise. You heard me right. Exercises are very effective in treating depression. Studies show that both high intensity and moderate intensity exercise can be effective in treating mild to moderate depression. I always thought that runners were crazy when they referred to their runner's high. I still think they're crazy, but there's an actual release of the chemicals in the brain that happens that can affect mood in a positive way. When we talk about moderate exercise, it's been shown to release certain chemicals that help the nerves grow and create new connections in the brain that are responsible for mood. Just like antidepressants, it takes a few weeks for this to start to work. I recommend that you do at least 5 days of at least 30 minutes a day of some sort of exercise. Pick something that you enjoy, and if you don't enjoy it, at least pick something that you don't hate that much. But unfortunately, when you're depressed, exercise may be the last thing you want to do. But stick with it, and you'll start to notice a difference. The third thing you need to do is work on your diet. Here in the United States, our diet is horrible. The things we oftentimes call food is usually garbage. 
I did an earlier video on simple steps for healthier diet. You can click on the link up here if you're interested. But as part of it, I walked around my local Walmart and filled what was being sold. If you step back and really look at what we're putting into our bodies, most of which we can't even pronounce, it's obvious that all these chemicals, preservatives, and additives are wreaking havoc on our bodies. This isn't food. This is edible drugs meant to keep us hooked. Bet you can't eat just one is real. Another analogy that if you put bad gas into our car, you get bad performance. Our bodies are no different. Stay away from the processed foods. Cut back or eliminate on the refined carbohydrates and sugars from your diet. Decrease your caffeine intake. Did you know that higher amounts of caffeine can actually decrease your levels of serotonin? But it's not just about what you shouldn't eat. We need to focus on having a healthy diet with lots of fruits, vegetables, and healthy proteins. Eating foods higher in omega-3 fatty acids like salmon, mackerel, sardines, healthy fats like coconut oils have found to be serotonin enhancing foods, which can have a positive impact on your mood. The fourth thing you need to do is manage your stress. Long-term chronic stress increases the level of a hormone called cortisol, which causes physical changes in your body and your brain, increasing your risk for depression. Take an honest look at your life. What things are causing you stress? Are you stuck in a job you hate? Are you having relationship problems? Are you living with feelings of guilt or have you overscheduled your life? Sit down and do a real brutal assessment of yourself and where you're at. Write down which things you can change and which things you can't. Work on changing what you can. Those things that you can't change, figure out how you can better deal with it or oftentimes there really are ways you can change those. We just may need to think of it in a different way. This is something a good counselor or therapist can help you work through. Besides this exercise though, learn some better stress management techniques such as meditation, prayer, yoga, or massage. All of these things have shown to be helpful, so start to incorporate one or all of them into your life and see what kind of a difference it can make. The fifth thing you need to do is work on getting adequate sleep. I know this is a hard one, believe me. I have five kids and most of them are teenagers who don't feel like they need to go to bed. Sleep is a struggle for us, but it is so important. We need to get our seven to eight hours of sleep as an adult, and even more for our teenagers to have optimal health. Sleep is when the body repairs itself. It's when all the nerves in the brain solidify and lay down new memories. When we don't get the sleep we need, everything is off. So if you're having trouble sleeping, work with your doctor to find ways to improve it. Make sure you aren't dealing with sleep apnea, a condition where you don't breathe well at night. There's a strong correlation between sleep apnea and depression. Get online and do some research using the term sleep hygiene for thoughts and ideas that you can do to improve your sleep. The sixth recommendation that I have for you is to surround yourself with good people and influences. We as humans are a social species. We need human interaction. Unfortunately, one of the biggest problems that you face when you're dealing with depression is the desire to isolate yourself. You start to see the world as against you or that it doesn't need you or want you. So the best thing that you can think to do is isolate yourself but this is the worst thing you can do. Surround yourself with friends and family and stay away from those who are constantly trying to pull you down. Negativity often brings negativity. If you're surrounded by people who are dragging you down or are using you or don't have your best interests in mind, then get away. If you're in a destructive relationship, find ways to either improve it or leave it. Okay, so the seventh and last one that I'm gonna talk about today can be one of the hardest when you're suffering from depression but I think it can also be one of the most effective. I want you to get out and serve somebody else. Get involved in charity work. Find a neighbor who's in need. Volunteer at a homeless shelter. It's amazing how when we forget ourselves in the service of other people, 
that what a positive impact that has on our mental health. We're ever living in a self-centered, me-first society, and this is having a negative impact on our overall health as well as our mental health. Get out and make a regular habit of serving and looking out for others, and you'll see a positive impact in your own life. If you struggle finding for opportunities that might make a fit for you, I'd suggest a website for you. For those in the United States, there's a site out there called JustServe.org that you can go out that shows volunteer opportunities in most communities. So get out and help somebody else and see what a difference it will make in your life. Depression is a real condition and it can have a huge impact on your life. There are many different ways that you can treat it and oftentimes it takes several different avenues to find something that is going to work for you. It's important to remember though that if these or other things you are trying are not working, there are other options out there. Sometimes despite all you do, the symptoms still will not go away. If you find yourself in that position, go and talk to your doctor. Sometimes, just like when you have diabetes or blood pressure, you need to take medication to help control it. Depression is no different. And taking a medication doesn't mean that somehow you failed or are weak. If you're interested in learning more about medication options to treat depression, check out my playlist on different options that are available to treat this depression. Now the best part of these suggestions that we've just talked about though, is they can be used no matter where you are in your depression treatment. Adding these suggestions to your treatment, even when you're taking medication, can really help. This list of suggestions certainly doesn't cover all the non-medication options for treating depression. I'm interested in hearing about the things that you have done to help your depression, and even better, what your experiences have been with any of these suggestions. Go ahead and comment below and let us know. Remember though, my purpose in sharing this information is to help give information that you can think about and discuss with your own doctor. Please don't take this as direct medical advice. Take everything you've learned today and discuss it with your doctor and how it applies to you in your own situation. Now, if you found this information to be helpful, do me a favor. Go ahead and hit that like button and share it with your friends. I have a lot of other videos on different health topics out there, so click either here or here to keep learning. And if your health is important to you, consider subscribing and hit that notification button so you don't miss out on any other content. So until next time, this is Family Med with Dr. Richardson. And remember, take care of your body because it's the only one you have.